Guys, it's a fact of life. Everyone needs insurance. And when it comes to looking for an insurance agent, there's none better than Acadian his own Scott Viator. Viator can serve you with home, auto, and life insurance. I can personally say that I sleep better at night knowing he's got me and my family taken care of. Being prepared for the unexpected isn't hard when you've got reliable insurance from a caring agent. Call Viator at Lafayette Paris Farm Bureau today for a free quote at 337-234-9994. Welcome in to the 8 o'clock hour of the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank, sponsored by Suit Up. Rage of Cajun baseball team suiting up tonight against the number two Mississippi State Bulldogs. We'll be on the air. 5.30, pregame, 6 o'clock first pitch. And joining me now as he does every Wednesday during the season. If he's in town, he's in studio. Well, he's in Starkville today. That'd be... Rage Occasion Associate Head Baseball Coach Anthony Babineau. Good morning, Bab. How are you? Morning, man. I'm in my own studio here in Starkville. Beautiful Starkville, right? That's what I you were telling me. The weather is great there, huh? Beautiful Starkville, man. Weather is gorgeous this morning. Temperature is perfect. So, you know, we've got a great opportunity in front of us. I don't know how things could be better, Scott. Well. You know, whatever folks want to say about Starkville is fine. If you want to talk about that ballpark y'all are playing in tonight, it really is one of the best in college baseball. Yeah, it really is. Uh, there was a, you know, throughout the years, there's been a couple of renovations, but this latest renovation that they've done, truly remarkable from the lofts that were behind the left field wall to the really grand entrance that they added in the right field corner to go along with the main entrance behind home plate and the surface. You know, one of the things that besides the 12 to 15,000 people that they get for a game, not, uh, I don't believe that there'll, there'll be that tonight, obviously with, with circumstances that are going on and, and even, you know, just the fact that it's a, a midweek game and temperatures aren't really in the nineties yet, but, 12 to 15, you know, in the height of SEC playing and regionals. But the thing that this place is noted for is their their surface. You know, it's a natural surface, but Mississippi State has a great sports turf program and a lot of sports turf managers from around the country, whether it be at, at college campuses or pro ballparks, whether it be National Football League, Major League Baseball, come from Mississippi State. So they have a remarkable surface here that, that's really fun to play on and, and pleasing to the eye. So they're ranked number two, uh, as you mentioned. So just a remarkable opportunity for our baseball team to be here on the road and, and have a chance to go up against those guys tonight. Austin Perrin getting the start tonight. Uh, Deg said you might see some Connor Cook and others. Uh, Perrin's a guy you've, you've been with for a while, Bab. What, what is his mentality going to be like tonight on the bump? I think his his mentality is going to be just what we need tonight on the bump. You know, I mean, he's had some big starts his freshman year. I remember him starting at Mid Maid against Kentucky his freshman year, and you know, did a really really nice job with them. He's had some other really big starts throughout his career. He's come out of the bullpen for us. You know, he's coming off of a great outing last week against McNeese in Lake Charles. So, you know, he's going to have a lot of confidence and. So I really look 
look forward to watching him compete against these guys tonight. You know, he's a guy that, you know, he loves competition and he loves big moments. And um, I know he's looking forward to this outing tonight. Anthony Babino, associate head baseball coach of Louisiana, our guest right now. Bab, pitching-wise, um, I know there's a couple of guys, if you take their numbers, the ERA isn't great, but there's three guys. When you look at the rest of the team, 2.46 ERA and 117 and a third innings pitched, um, and that's a lot of guys. I mean, you guys have thrown a ton of arms. You told us the pitching would be good this year. You told us that you guys would have a lot of depth there. Is there any aspect thus far of of the staff that has surprised you? Any aspect of the pitching through these first uh, dozen or so games that has stood out to you? Not really, man. You know, and you're right. I, I have been saying that we've got depth in the pitching staff uh, with some, and not just depth, but usable depth, quality arms that can come in and and pound the zone and give our give our team a chance to win. And I think that's what you've seen these first 13 games and you know, the fact that we have used so many, look, if, if you don't have confidence in a, in an arm, in a pitcher, in a player, you're, you're not going to use that guy. And the fact that we've used these guys just shows you the confidence we have in this pitching staff. Now, obviously as we get going, just like with any club, you know, there's going to be some that we have a little more confidence in, and those are the guys that you're going to see, you know, come out game after game. And, you know, and it's guys that can that can compete and pound the strike zone that have an out pitch. That's that's what you're going to see come out there. That's what every coach wants to see come out there, right? Guys that are going to compete and, and not walk people and, and be able to get people out. So, you know, it's going to kind of shrink itself down. We're not going to continue to pitch 18 guys, I don't believe, at least, uh, for the remainder of the season, but we've had the opportunity to use those guys and see what they can do. And, and for the most part, those guys have come out and, and competed well and done well. Bab, uh, Connor Angel is a young man that, um, you know, had a lot of preseason honors so far this season. Uh, I, off the top of my head, I think it's one start and another three appearances out of the pen. And his pitch count in, in the last few games has been pretty low. Um, velocity looked pretty good against La Tech. Um, so it, it is, you know, is, is there, is there a, a health issue there or is he full go? Where are you, where, where is Connor Angel right now in terms of where you guys expected him to be and where you think he's going to be once, uh, you know, we're, we're another month into this season. Right. Well, you know, firstly, there's, there's no health issue there. He's, he's a full go. The thing with Connor is, you know, he's, he just needs to command the strike zone a little better. If he can do that, then he's going to pitch a lot. I think you can see, as you saw over the weekend, the velocity, you know, 96 up to 98 a couple of times. But that 96 and 98 out of the zone doesn't do any good because if you take it, you know, you're on first base with a base on ball. So he's got to be able to consistently stay in the zone. And, and you know, that's kind of been – the issue a little bit this season, starting with the, with the McNeese, um, I'm sorry, with the Tulane outing, but if he can, he's literally unhittable. There's no way he has so much run and sink, you know, and that's one of the issues with the strike zone is he has so much run and sink on his fastball. It's not like, you know, most guys line their pitches up with the plate, right? Because that's where the strike zone is. But Connor almost has to line his up 
off the plate so that it will run to the plate and catch some white for it to be a strike. So that's what he's working on and, and working with. But when he can do that, he's lethal. He really is. I think you can see that. So, you know, he's definitely in the plans for sure. But he's and, – and the last few couple of times he's come out, he's been more consistent in the zone. But I think a reason why his pitch counts have been short when he's been in is just Matt likes to use Matt likes to play the matchup game. He, he really does. You know, he likes to bring guys out of the pen to face certain guys. He's got a plan going into each game of how he wants to use the pitching staff. And if it's for Connor Angel to bridge the gap, to be able to get to tally or to be able to get to cook or to someone else on the back end, then that's how he he'll use it. You know, oftentimes when you see a guy come in, maybe for just a hitter or two and look like he's doing really well and blowing and going, and then Matt goes and gets him, it's not because there's anything wrong or, or we saw anything or he, he did anything wrong. It's just that the plan was for him to come in so that we could get to someone else behind him. Anthony Babineau, Raging Cajun associate baseball coach, our guest for decades um, is the it, within the Raging Cajun baseball program a lot of history, a lot of memories, and uh, a lot more to come. Tonight, Louisiana has a big game against number 2 Mississippi State, pregame at 5.30, first pitch at 6 o'clock in what is surely to be a great college baseball environment. For anybody that watches on ESPNU, we invite you to sync up the broadcast via Learfield IMG College, either on the ESPN 1420 stream, and um, sync it up with your TV and have Jay Walker and uh, Chico Rodriguez actually on the call tonight as Brad uh, is unable to make the trip. He will be in Hattiesburg this weekend, though, as you guys battle Southern Miss. So getting on the road, Brad, that, that's my next question. I mean, you guys have, um, you know, 40 players this season. I know, you know, in conference play, you're only allowed to use 27. But for a week like this week, uh, two buses, still some social distancing protocols. What What's that been like traveling and, and how much of the team is with you guys? Well, we have 36 on this trip, and you're right. We have two buses just to help with spacing a little bit. It's been – the road has been great. It, it really has. You know, the two buses allows you to spread out a little bit. It's a 56-passenger bus, so when you take a, a full roster – well, not a, you don't even have to take a full roster, but when you take 35, 36 kids and you add five coaches, five managers, a trainer, a strength coach – sports information director that bus can get pretty full so the two buses has has really been nice that the only the only challenge with the two buses is that obviously all the kids are not together if you want to have some sort of short meeting you know the bus is a great spot to have a a really impromptu short team meeting it really is whether it's not whether it be information you need to get to them about an itinerary or just a quick meeting before you get off the bus at the ballpark, before you get off the bus at the hotel after a game. So that's the only challenge it presents in in that aspect. But it's been great. It really has. And it's been nice to to be on the road. The road, you know this, Coach Robe would say this, Any Matt will say this, any coach will say this, the road is a team together because you have to rely on just the people on those on that bus or buses in, in our case, so to speak. So the road has been great. You know, the last time we we hit the road for a weekend at Tulane, we had some success. This is a week long, really road trip with leaving tomorrow, yesterday and 
getting it. We got a really good practice in last night. Really good practice. We practiced at Starkville High School because Mississippi State was playing Grambling last night at their place, so their field was unavailable, obviously. So Starkville High School was gracious enough to let us use their facility, a great facility that we used last night. And our guys are excited to play tonight. And tomorrow we're going to take another round of, of COVID tests in the morning and then hit the road down to Hattiesburg, Mississippi, that weekend series. So, you know, we, we, we love road trips. We really do. It's a chance to kind of get away, like I said, and, and forge an identity together as a team and bond and depend on each other, rely on each other. So, again, looking forward to the opportunity tonight. When when you played back in the day, uh, what was a, a a bus trip like then compared to now? I mean, were they, did they have the VHS set up in the buses back then? Because now I imagine if there's a little downtime, the guys are probably doing something on like a a, a, a tablet or something. Is that fair to say? That's very fair to say. Um, it is a, a road trip very different than a road trip back in back in the day. You know, I don't remember. I guess we had movies on the bus and, and when I was playing and it would have, it would have been a VHS tape as, uh, as you mentioned, but I know that when I was, there was a lot of cards being played on the bus when I was a player, um, Blu-ray poker in between, you name it, we played it. And lots of times we didn't have any, any meal money by the time we got to our, <laughs> destination because it was either didn't have any meal money or you had doubled your meal money. One of the two. Um, but there's not many, at least for our group. Uh, and I know they play cards at home, but there's not, there's no cards being played on the bus. And you're right. There's, there's really no need. We'll put a movie in every once in a while, but there's really no need because, you know, with Netflix and streaming, each guy has his own tablet, laptop, the ability to, watch whatever movie they want. You know, that could be 36 different movies going on on the, on the bus at any one time. So it's, it's a lot different, but in, in one aspect, it's kind of the same because it's, it's hanging out with your brothers and, and um, having to rely on them and, and trust them in order to get a job done. So in that aspect, it's the same. Uh, 15 after the hour. We're going to take a break in a minute. I got uh, questions about the hitting lineup for Louisiana. Uh, a listener has uh, submitted a number of questions in regards to scheduling I want to ask you about, Bab. Uh, but before we hit up this quick timeout, I want to tell everybody, you know, if, if you're making a road trip, right, if you're getting on the road, whether whether it's a road trip or whether you're just driving to work, you got to have auto insurance. And it's a fact of life. You got to have insurance, and if you're going to have insurance, auto, uh, life, home, whatever it is, you want it to be from somebody that is personal, someone that you really know cares about you, cares about what they're doing for you, cares about taking care of you and your family. And for me, that's Scott Viator, Farm Bureau Insurance. He's an agent right here in Lafayette. He's Lafayette born and bred, and you can. You know, you can go into his actual brick and mortar office and have a uh, have a conversation with a with a human being and a guy that really is going to look out for you and do what's best for you. And for me, like sleep's at a premium. All right, I got kids five, three, and one. When I can get sleep, I desperately need it. And I honestly sleep better at night knowing that Scott Viator has me covered, that my family is covered. And for anyone out there that's 
looking to possibly change insurance, maybe get some new insurance. It just You just want to quote. You just want to compare. Call Scott, all right? He'll give you a free quote, 337-234-9994. That's 337-234-9994. That's Scott Viator and uh, his office, 3106 West Pinhook Road. But give him a call. Trust me, you want to sleep better at night. You want to make sure you're taken care of. You want to make sure your family's taken care of. Make sure when you're going to have insurance, it's a fact of life. You got to have it. You got it from somebody that cares about you, that wants you to sleep better at night, that's going to take care of you. Somebody here in the community that's local, that understands this culture, everything we do, and everything we love. And I know uh, Scott also loves Rage Occasion Baseball, and we're talking with Rage Occasion Baseball Associate Head Coach Anthony Babineau when we come back. Some lineup questions in regards to the bats. More on tonight's matchup against number two Mississippi State and some questions uh, from a listener in regards to the potential delay to the start of college baseball season. That idea has been uh, talked about uh, across the NCAA. We'll get Bab's thoughts on that and more. Don't go anywhere. It's the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank, sponsored by Suit Up. We're right back right after this. This is Louisiana Raging Cajun head baseball coach Matt Daggs, and you're listening to the flagship station for UL Sports, ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, ESPN 1420. What up, sports fan? This is Shaq, and you're listening to The Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and ESPN 1420 app. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank, sponsored by Suit Up, the Listen Live player on your desktop, mobile device, in connected cars, and smart speakers. All of it brought to you by Champagne's Market and the Oil Center. Champagne's going the extra mile. We are visiting with Louisiana Raging Cajun Associate Head Baseball Coach Anthony Babineau, who is in Starkville. They got there yesterday, and tonight they back for two Mississippi State Bulldogs. And um, uh, 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock first pitch set tonight. If you're watching on the uh, ESPNU on television, we invite you to sync up the radio broadcast with the TV broadcast. Use the streams. Come on. It's 2021 technology. You can do it. We were just talking about how the technology's changed a little bit on road trips with the team. But in terms of the mentality of a road trip in baseball, it really, that's the only thing that's changed uh, bad because Getting out on the road for an extended road trip, really, you've seen it over the years. It's a tool that, um, I say a tool, it's necessary. Teams have to do it. But as a result, you know, it really it really is something that for a tight-knit team, it really just brings them that much closer together. I think, you're, I think your phone's still on mute there. Uh, Bab, go ahead. Ah, there we go. go. Speaking of technology, (laughs) what good is technology if you don't know how to use it, right? You know how to use it. I do. I just forgot to unmute. Um, Yeah, you're correct. I mean, 
you have no one but yourself, no one but the guys on the bus to to rely on, to depend on. So the road trips are a, a really great thing. And, you know, this, this road trip is really kind of like we don't take many road trips like this where we leave on a Tuesday and don't return until Sunday night. But, you know, the way that school is right now with so much of it being online because of protocols that are being taken for COVID, hey, if I'm not mistaken, I believe we have only two players that actually go onto campus for class. Uh, everything else is done online. So the fact that it's online, it affords us the opportunity to take off yesterday. You know, this, if you recall, which I know you do, this trip was supposed to be, or this game was supposed to be in Biloxi, Mississippi at the pro uh, out on the water. Um, a game that, that organization hosts every year with Mississippi state and some other opponent, the shuckers, right? But, That's what they're called. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. But this year, because of the decreased capacity, the capacity limitations, they felt that it was not going to be profitable for them. So they canceled the game, but we obviously still wanted an opportunity to play an opponent like Mississippi State. So we said, hey, we'll go up to Starkville if you guys will have us. So it was able to get done. So, you know, we were going to originally just leave today, drive the three hours to Biloxi, play the game, drive back home. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And then from there, go on to Hattiesburg. But with Starkville being six hours away, we couldn't. Couldn't hardly make that drive today and then expect our guys to compete at a high level tonight. So that's why we left yesterday and just going to make a week-long roadie out of it. You know, from an offensive standpoint, Bab, as I'm looking at the bats in this lineup, there's a couple, you know, there's a number of guys we could highlight. So I want to highlight a few before I get into a couple of my questions. Bobby Lede, um, batting 345 on the season, but I, I look at his performance against Houston Baptist. Uh, his performance on on Sunday in particular, I know it was a, a tough loss for you guys and extras, but uh, but Bobby was such a big part of that. And I think, you know, his bat and his timely at bats, um, you know, with the exception of maybe, you know, the game against uh, McNeese, I mean, he really has had some, I think, solid at bats throughout the season and been one of the more consistent guys offensively for you. Yeah, he's really done a great job offensively for us. He's had some really good at-bats. He's played, you know, at a high level. Uh, he's made some mistakes, um, you know, defensively and, and on the base paths. But, you know, everybody does that. When, when, you, when you play aggressive, when you play super aggressive the way we want to play, you know, you're going to make some mistakes. Uh, we've just got to learn to try to minimize those. But he really has done a great job. Good defense. He's made some nice plays and, and just some tough, tough as you mentioned, competitive at-bats. I'm looking at uh, Anthony Catalano, another guy that, you know, uh, Deggs was saying on Monday, uh, quoting Robe, you know, kind of worked while he waited and, um, you know, got his shot in the lineup and really, again, uh, had a had a really strong weekend at, at the plate and is another example of every single game you guys go out there, you've got some big decisions to make in regards to the lineup. Well, we do, and that's those are the issues that you have when – you know, whenever there's nine or ten that can can play, it's easy. It's really easy to to make decisions. But when you have, and I know I keep using the term, but when you have usable depth, it's it makes it a little tough because you know it's 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 easier to just 
swap guys game to game. But you have to be careful with that also because you, you want to allow guys that to get into uh, a routine, want to get comfortable and, and, and give them some at-bats. But, you know, this is a with having to win every game because of the way the RPI formula is used these days for postseason, you've got to, you've got to win every night out or at least do your best, uh, try your best to do so. Um, so, but we're fortunate. And I think where that depth comes into play the most is in the back end of the game where we can make a lot of moves both on the mound and at the plate, offensively, defensively. We don't have to be fearful of, not pinch hitting for a guy because who's going to go play defense? You know, we have guys that can move around. I mean, tonight and this weekend, you may see more moves, um, more guys start in different places just so that we can, you know, there's, what are we, two and a half weeks out before conference play begins, you know, starting exactly exactly two and a half, uh, I believe, um, you know, because we've got this game tonight and then Southern Miss and then TCU. So, and then, Coastal Carolina comes into open conference. So we're going to use these two and a half weeks to, to try and figure out who's going to be the most consistent for us in what spots. How can we get the most out of our offense without guys being liabilities on defense, which I don't believe we have any of those guys that are. But we're going to try to figure out the best combinations um, over these next two and a half weeks so that offense play, we can be as absolutely as strong as we can be. Anthony Babineau, our guest, ESPN 1420. I'm Scott Prather. Yeah, that what you were just saying, I think it's it's such a it's such a delicate balance, right? I, I look at a guy like a CJ Willis who's hitting I think 348 this season. He does have uh, a number of errors. I think all of them have been when he's trying to turn that double play at second. But, you know, some errors there in the field and yet the bat in the lineup, but then where do you put him? Because you need his bat in the lineup. Uh, yeah, you put him in left field. We'll look at what Kemple's doing, right? You put him at first. Well, you know, if he stays there, where's where's Bro gonna play? And uh, and he's what I think seven RBI, which is second best on the team. And I'm just looking up and down that lineup at guys, their numbers, and then what they do in the field. And I, I, I'm sure you guys would love for for it to just be as simple as okay, all of this. Is earned it it makes sense but when you really start digging into the numbers and looking at offense versus defense is this something that keeps you up a little bit at night bab in terms of what the lineup's going to look like day to day well i wouldn't say it keeps me keeps us up at night um you know but it but it's definitely something that that you have to think about because you know i think you've seen the the, the few opportunities that josh cofield has had uh, to pinch hit. You know, he's had some great at-bats. So he's a bat that we would love to have in the lineup. But where do you put him? Well, at practice last night, he worked out at third base. He's played infield before in his career. So, you know, um, when you look at the lineup tonight, and I don't know if this is going to happen, but when you look at the lineup tonight, if you see Josh go through the third base, you know, don't uh, don't get too nervous uh, because it was a calculated so that that's those are some of the things that we're trying to, to figure out and find out you know, how can we get the best bats in the lineup. Obviously, that's everybody's goal, right? You have you have to score runs, so you try to get the best offense you can without sacrificing too much defensively. Because as as has happened to us a few times, you can lose games on the defensive side. You, you really can uh, by making. Um, 
mistakes that you wouldn't normally make with with a more sound defensive player. But at the same time, there's got to be that balance. ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com and the ESPN 1420 app. I'm Scott Prather, the great Scott Show, sponsored by Suit Up. Louisiana traveling to number two Mississippi State tonight, a big midweek matchup. Uh, Austin Perrin getting the start tonight for Louisiana. Houston Harding, a lefty for uh, the Bulldogs, is slated to get the start. And, um, you know, I this is, uh, you know, for Perrin, I, I, I saw him, you know, in that start against McNeese State and, and really getting off to a great start. I remember prior to that, I'd really seen him start since I think uh, May of 2019, but seeing him back out there in a starting role a week ago, I know we we talked about AP when we started this conversation, but just to kind of bring it back to tonight's game, um, you were talking about his mentality. Uh, you you had to love what you saw out of him last week, and some more of that tonight against you know possibly the the best team you guys are going to play this regular season, probably the best team you're going to play, honestly. Well. It- you're absolutely right. Very well could be. But as I mentioned earlier, I know he's going to be up to the challenge. He's not going to back down. That's not going to phase him. Uh, he's pitched in, in big environments before. You know, I referenced the Kentucky start in Minute Maid his freshman year. And, you know, he's been a go-to guy for us ever since he got here. So you, you don't become a go-to guy by being timid or nervous or scared or, or having any trepidation about anything. So, He's going to go out and he's going to give us everything he has, which is what we ask guys to do. Just, you know, just give us all you got. Just, just empty your tank to whenever you're out there, man. I know that's what he's going to do for for as long as he can. Bad. Before I let you run, I have some questions, uh, some listener questions that aren't so much uh, centered on tonight's game or or specifically this year's team, but more of a scheduling question, which I think as a guy that schedules the games for the team, you're really the perfect guy to ask. He's just curious, you know, the delayed start to college baseball season has been discussed. Uh, Some thought it would start as early as next season. I I think that's probably been pushed back a little bit, but just in general, what, what do you think something like that would start? And do you, would you be in favor of it? Do you think that's good from a raging Cajun perspective in terms of a later start to the season and in a season that ends up being played deeper into the summer. Well, it's 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 kind of twofold, you know. I mean, we obviously we love getting started as soon as we can. You know, you get back from <clears throat> from the Christmas break and and school starts. You have some practices and you get going. You know, because we go so long between the fall practice and the spring games, there you just you're just chomping at the bit. The one thing a later start obviously would do, you'd get some of the cold weather out of the way. That would be a great thing. The thing about going into the summer, and I know a reason why that's been talked about in the past but not acted upon, is you know the, the further you go out of the spring semester and, and having to house guys and feed guys and things like that, you know, there's a cost factor involved with that. So, and then I don't know how what they're talking about in regards to if you go into the summer, would guys have to be in summer school? You know, would you have to still be enrolled as, as you are in the spring when you're playing? So you have those issues. And then summer recruiting, you know, if you're playing 
and you're not out there being able to recruit because I, I, I wouldn't believe that just because the college season got pushed back a few weeks that the summer circuit would get pushed back as far as travel baseball and, mm-hmm. and all these, these leagues that play. And if they're playing at the same time that we're playing, it makes it tough to get out. So there's a lot of issues in, in, in my opinion that would have to be worked out with that. But I know that there's a lot of people in, in favor of it for sure. And, you know, we would be in favor of starting at the same time and extending it. We want to play as many games as we can, have a longer season with, with, with more games, but we'll just have to see how that goes. Like you mentioned, I I don't think that's going to be on the table for next season. I really don't, but it it could come as, as little as as two years or, or or three years from now. You know, I'm glad you, I'm glad the listener asked me to ask you about it, bad, because I think there's so many aspects of it that aren't thought of. Like you said, just the, you know, the summer leagues with college players, whether it be, you know, a league in Cape Cod or whether it be the cane cutters, right? Like it's just, there, there are so many other aspects to it. Then cost of keeping and housing players on a campus into the summertime. Do you, do you feel like this is something being pushed more by, you know, some of the uh, leagues up in the North or perhaps by college basketball coaches down here in the South that don't like the overlap as much? I think it's being pushed by by people from up north in the northern part of the country just because it's for many many of those teams you know they just the conditions are unfavorable for them to get going in the middle of February. I mean every once in a while down here it, it's really kind of unfavorable to play baseball and and have these arms, you know, throw and pitch in, in some of these conditions. That season uh, opener against us uh, was pretty freezing cold. I mean, that wind show was somewhere down in the 30s, right? 20, something like that? Well, absolutely. Ab- yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, when that happens down here for us, even this year, as cold as it got, I mean, that, that hung around for a week. Normally that kind of hangs around for a couple of days and then goes away. That hung around for a week, and, and we thought the world was ending, right? Well, I mean, that, that winter long up there and up in the north so i think it's driven by coaches up in the north and I, I totally get it i mean if i was if i lived up there and i coached up there i would probably a probably be a big proponent of it as well um but and then there's one aspect of it whereas you if you move it back then the season kind of coincides with Major League Baseball, you know, with their start of their spring training, the start of their season. So that's kind of been one of the opinions as to why we should do it. So we'll just have to see. You know, those decisions are made at the the ABCA level, the the, the higher level than than us. We obviously are allowed to have input uh, as far as how we feel about all of these things that are put into play. Uh, But those those guys ultimately make the decision. So we'll have to see how that goes and, you know, follow that over the next couple of seasons. Great stuff. Anthony Babineau has been our guest. He is in Starkville. The Rage of Cajuns got there yesterday, practiced at Starkville High last night. Tonight they take on the number two Mississippi State Bulldogs. 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock first pitch right here on ESPN1420N.com and the ESPN1420 app powered by Learfield IMG College. For those that are watching on ESPNU tonight, we invite you to sync up the radio broadcast, TV broadcast. Bab, appreciate you joining us from the road this morning. 
final question isn't really a baseball question, but we were talking early in the hour about traveling on the bus and camaraderie of builds, but how, you know, in terms of the entertainment on the bus, a little different back when you played, you know, maybe a, a VHS, couple screens for the team to watch a movie, a lot of cards. Now, you know, coaches, players, they have their tablets. If you need some downtime, you just put on the headphones, maybe watch something, listen to music. I don't know, read a book. I don't know how much of that still happens. But what is what does Anthony Babineau do on a long bus road trip when you need to talk to the team that's already been done, it's going to be a while till the next stop, and you just have, you know, a, a few hours to yourself in your seat? What is What does Bab do to pass the time? Well, you know, when the trip first gets going, we, we first take off. And, you know, of course, before we even leave, you know, I make sure that, that everything is, is ready to go as far as operations-wise. You know, first of all, I, I, the morning of, uh, I always call or text our bus drivers to make certain that they remember that we were leaving on a particular day so that the bus actually shows up at the ballpark. And once that's done and everybody's on the bus, you know, I kind of breathe a little sigh of, of relief. And then from there, I kind of turn my attentions to okay, the destination. So have I done everything as far as the pregame, postgame meals are set up? Is everything good at the hotel? Um, do they know the time that we're going to arrive, which I always tell them that before we leave, but just double-checking and making sure that, everything is good at the hotel and that the keys will all be prepared so that it's a smooth check-in. And then, like I said, pre-game, post-game, is everything online for practice that afternoon, making sure everything is good at, with the opponent, whether it be ticket-wise, pass list information, getting names from the parents, I mean, from the players as far as who's going to be there, who their guests are going to be. And then once all that is done, you know, I'll, let me send a couple of text messages back home uh, to family and friends. Um, scroll through Facebook maybe a couple of times, see what's going on in the Facebook world. And I'll either put some music in or, or every once in a while. I'm not a huge, huge reader, but I do like, you know, a good book every once in a while. I, I started a book yesterday called I Heard God Laugh. It was by Matthew yeah. Kelly. No, I, I've, a, I've read that. A, I've read that book. It was a book that I picked up at at, um, at church one Sunday. So I've started to be interesting so far, very good so far. So, you know, my goal, it's not a very long book, as you know, it's 100-something pages. Um, and you heard me say that I'm not a huge reader, but I like to read. So, you know, this 100 pages, I, I do a little bit at a time. So these 100 pages, while for a lot of people out there, they can knock that out in one night, this is going to you know, take me probably a week to read. So my goal is to have this done by the time we get back Sunday night. So that's kind of what I do on the bus. You know, uh, Coach Degg sits to the right of me. So he and I chat about a few things uh, along the way. But just try to try to make the time pass and enjoy the trip. You know, this was, a like I said, a six-hour trip. Not a long one. You split it up with a lunch stop. And it's it's not too bad. So, I just try to relax, you know, once, like I said, once I know confidently that everything is taken care of and everything's going to go off without a hitch, I can kind of relax and, and just enjoy the ride. And, and, and read about taking care of your soul. No, I like it, man. And, uh, and no, I kind of the same thing. I used to be able to sit down and read for a while. I don't know if it's, 
probably a combination of kids and then 2021 and constantly the job and, and technology being in my face all the time. So I'd love to say I, I you know sat down and read it in one sitting, but uh, that would be a lie, and I won't lie to you. So next Wednesday, I'll ask you if you finish the book. How about that? That'll be the goal. <laughs> That's a deal. That Hopefully I can say yes that I did finish it. Bad man, I always appreciate you taking the time, brother. Uh, good luck tonight. We'll uh, we'll be watching and listening and uh, this weekend in Hattiesburg as well, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, Scott. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. Guys, it's a fact of life. Everyone needs insurance. And when it comes to looking for an insurance agent, there's none better than Acadia and his own Scott Viator. Viator can serve you with home, auto, and life insurance. I can personally say that I sleep better at night knowing he's got me and my family taken care of. Being prepared for the unexpected isn't hard when you've got reliable insurance from a caring agent. Call Viator at Lafayette Paris Farm Bureau today for a free quote at 337-234-9994.